Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, what's going on? I'm acapella. Uh-huh. That's right. Nah, ladies and gentlemen, we're having some technical difficulties, but that's not <laughs> changed the fact that you are listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio, and I am Pat B. On the side of me is my main man. Look at him over there, just angry and gruff. He makes Anton Sugar look like a bitch. His name is Black Adam Willis. Yeah, I look real tough with a mouthful of gummy bears right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey some, someone comes down, you know, the alley, you know, slobbering and stuff with multicolored, <laughs> with multicolored rain, rainbow juice from blocks dripping. Away. From, yeah. Think of the, the fight against diabetes you're doing right now. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, you can say that, but rainbow juice is dripping from your jaws. Yeah. That, that's intimidating enough. Yeah, yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, you'll listen to the geek down here on WEMF, and we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you. I want to thank you for joining us, and as always, you listen to us on WEMF Radio, but also if you want to see our smiling faces, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown, so you can catch us on two fronts. You can hear these delicious audios, oral sounds coming for you, and you can see these gruff, angry, hardcore faces, mean-mugging you for the next hour. Mm. But we have an awesome show for you. We're going to start off with a bit of news, but before we do, it's news. I want to make sure we're representing the house. I look across the table to one of my oldest friends in life. Mm-hmm. This gentleman right here birthed me, and I was there at the hospital appreciative all dripping in some kid that makes me your daddy <laughs> it's like I was born in a hospital I know I was there alright no, of course talking about my main man yo the thriller priest peace peace glad to be here I miss Master Shake man I miss him telling me get off get your hands off me I miss the intro uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be back soon enough uh, you got DJ Herbie Herb on the job He's speaking of which it. I look to the booth at DJ Herbie Herb my man. Mm. All right. And of course, this gentleman hard working here mm-hmm. in his engineering gear, vying for producer of the year. <laughs> no, don't. No, I'm struggling. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll keep it simple. How simple? Won't even give him a nickname. I'm talking, of course, about just Johnny. Yep. Hey. All right. And of course, let's not forget our in-house guests. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right. All the way from Bad Captain Games, I'm looking at... I'm Thomas. And I'm Frost. And they're going to give us the lowdown later on on Zero Sum, a uh, new upcoming game. Now, I thought board game. You all said card game earlier. Yeah, it's, it's one of the more uh, like Magic or Netrunner. So mm-hmm. it's just a really, it's not like a poker or anything. You're looking more for like this kind of engagement back and forth okay. scenario. All right, so on their shuffleboard clone, um, known as Zero Sum. They throw cards at each other the whole time. Yeah. Galactic shuffleboard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to a new game with a tactile interface. I'll say that much for now. <laughs> All right, cool. Good stuff. Um, but first, we're going to jump into the news real quick. Yeah. Not much happening last week because it was mostly Oscar stuff, but we yeah. do have a bit of sad news. Yeah. We mm. lost, um, I know one of my favorite actors. I'm talking to the, uh, y'all and finding out. Uh, not just one of my personal favorites, but you all had a fond appreciation for him as well. Yeah, Mr. Mm-hmm. Bill Paxton, and Bill he was Paxton. one of those. He wasn't like a character actor, and he wasn't quite the leading man, but he always had these great, great roles. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a movie that he's been in that I didn't enjoy. Uh, maybe not the best mm-hmm. movies, but like he was always a great character. He was always yes, a memorable was. character. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, and I mean, dude, aliens. Yeah, yeah, dude, he fought the Terminator. He fought the Terminator. He fought the alien. Terminator. He fought the alien. Predator. He fought the Predator. It's like the big three right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who can say Try that ever? Everyone else is killed nobody. by the most famous <laughs> action movie monsters ever. You don't need to right. win. You just need mm. to engage. Yeah, Predator right. Two. <laughs> Predator Two. When he was in the uh, the subway oh, with it, fights him with a sword. I think. Cowboy man. Let's dance. 
Pats? Yeah, it's so good, man. <laughs> okay, that's another thing too. That's another thing too. Anyone who doesn't know Bill Paxton will put up a picture on uh, on uh, on Twitch there. But I struggle to think of any actor. I mean, save for Arnold and the big lines from the movies and stuff, mm. who has, like, from the rant from background, so many quotable lines. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this dude from, from Game Over, man! Game Over! Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite. Uh, I got a little dick. It's pathetic. It's pathetic! Yes, from True Lies. <laughs> yeah, from True Lies. You stole my line. Yeah. Oh, I, I stole it. Sorry, sorry. I didn't I'm realize not... Adam busting that out on first dates. Look at him. It's pathetic. It's so good. My uh, favorite is uh, when he's, he's saying, oh, she's got something. Such an incredible body and a pair of titties, and he's just talking yeah. about it. This guy's wife that wants to kill him the whole time. Makes sleaze and vulgarity so good, in yes. art form. Yeah. Uh, well, he was like the yeah. He, he towed the line between being like the the jock type guy, which is like in weird science, and then being just a doofus. You know yes, what I mean? And he yeah. was just like the man had range. Yeah, and he, he just did it so perfectly. And uh, please, if you got him confused with Bill Pullman, shame on you. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a joke that should have died which, a long yeah, right, time. Right, right. But yeah, we we talk about uh, True Lies, Terminator, Alien, Predator Two, mm-hmm. Weird Science. Yeah. He directed the movie Frailty, Frailty. which James, yep. I know you're a big yeah, fan absolutely. of. And I one of my well. favorites. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those movies that uh, I think it was definitely kind of flew under the radar when it came out and it was a little underappreciated. Uh, and I, it is so good and it has this great ending that you were just like, wow. And he, mm-hmm. he had great chops as uh, he's, he, he directed that movie and he stars in it mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. along with Matthew McConaughey. So this was a, a, a young, great movie you should uh, young seek young out. And of course, McConaughey. one of my favorite movies of all time too is uh, Tombstone. He played uh, Morgan, yeah, uh, right. Kurt Russell's oh, brother. Dude, it's been yeah. so I forgot yeah. about that. He has yeah. a great catalog. So Man. I've seen that movie. Yeah, he's, he's in uh, near Dark way back in the day, the, the mm-hmm. vampire movie that Catherine uh, Bigelow directed. Um, all these great movies. Yeah, he was in. He was in a lot, and he he brought something to all them. You know what I mean? He was definitely, uh, if not the best part, one of the best parts in a lot of fantastic movies. Oh, so absolutely. I um, also want to emphasize that he wasn't always like an identifiable face. He'd do like interesting things with mustaches and makeup and, and stuff, but he still stood out. And my per- my prime example for that. Is uh, Tom Cruise in uh, Live Die Repeat? Yes, I was yeah. gonna. Yeah, yes. it could be Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Most, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie where Tom Cruise plays a soldier who keeps dying and coming back. Yeah, uh, yep. and he plays the drill sergeant. Uh, Paxton plays this really this a hole drill sergeant that's just a hard ass <laughs> for no reason whatsoever, mm-hmm, right. and he's got this weird ass like. Tiny mustache. Yeah, it's it's like if which is a good sign that you're like an annoying bad guy. I think that's one of the things they do. Like who can make this guy weaselly? You know what I mean? Give this thin mustache. I'm always curious if it's like the actor who's like, I need this, or if the actor's like, you should just have this terrible mustache. Isn't that that sign? Well, I think I remember Sam Jackson is talking about like one of the things he's in so many movies. One of the ways he switches it up is that he has famously like his uh, changes hair. hair. You know what I mean? So he does like these weird hair things. But I mean, that's definitely a character. Jackson, man. Remember, remember the build the build um the butch butch the bruce willis movie um third time's a charm there oh thank god i, I had it. the end of Shyamalan one where he played the superhero uh, oh, unbreakable. 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 thank you thank you sam jackson's hair in unbreakable yeah was just like uh, don't you know, hate on his hair it was somewhere between like hate on the hair don't hate on the role somewhere between like the uh the ghetto afro and the frederick douglas i was feeling it man the frederick you're right, but I, I was feeling that more than I was feeling him and Jackie Brown with the hair plugs. So oh, yeah. I was like, nah, suck. Not buying Was it Gator hair. in that? 
Hit him with the walk. You, 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 you wouldn't say uh, the uh, you wouldn't say the half the half gray Obama Obama tone um, uh, uh, dreadlocks in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, with a kit, long kiss goodnight. Yeah, this, this dude. It's like, it's like they didn't know if the hair wanted to go gray. If it was like you know this dude's platinum blonde, yeah, he's still yeah, black. Somehow. Plus, it was like caveman's Valentine. He had that homeless dude, thing going on. But uh, we digress we were, for the, yeah. <laughs> <mouth. laughs> okay, well, okay. How that actually related was Bill Paxton's mustache in Edge of Tomorrow was pretty much if you took like the Charlie Chaplin and waxed uh-huh. it. Yeah, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that the true sign of a villain. You know, uh, I think Michael Jordan showed us that. Yeah, with his uh, with his with mustache. Hitler, yeah, yeah. Um, but and yeah, this Bill is... Paxton used that to his advantage. Like. You you not you didn't just like hear him act and see his performance. He had the looks down. Yeah. You know Hudson, uh, famously from Aliens, he looked like kind of a panicky guy. You know he's a yeah. marine, but he's also mm-hmm. the one who's gonna like jump into action without thinking. Yeah, and weird stuff. science. He just looked like that oh, jockey he, older brother mm-hmm. that was just this complete hard ass that you hated, yeah. that you hated, hated, hated. But putting him in that, in, that, yeah. in, that, in that wife beater that had stains on it for no like discernible reason as well <laughs> uh, uh, really really uh, really helped that along. But yeah, uh, he, sixty-one years old. Uh, Pretty old. You know, I guess uh, yeah, it is now he was. Yeah. Complication from surgery. Cons- what it was? Complication. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I guess he had a stroke uh, after uh, a surgery. Yeah, after heart surgery. Mm. He supposedly died away. Uh, yeah, that's what's rough. From the, like it wasn't like yeah. natural causes. Uh, right, well, is, maybe it was, but it was triggered by something. You know, that's what. Mm-hmm. That's what really right. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, a guy that was like still working. You know what I mean? Still, you know, uh, presumably would have mm-hmm. had a. a Dozen or so yeah, more roles, stuff you know regularly. what I mean? Yeah, doing yeah. doing a lot of stuff. He was still an in demand actor, mm-hmm. and from what I hear, like a, just a, a fantastic guy too. Um, I know I mean, uh, Mark Harris. He's in post production of um, yeah. a movie called The Circle that's dropping. Oh, the post production. It's just crazy. Mark it's, Harris, it's, it's, it's the writer, about, was talked um, about soldiers. It too. They wear circles on the uniforms and they fight these guys with X's on the uniforms, <laughs> and they all like in formation. That's what I heard. You know, they're planning a trilogy. And it's good. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean, I'm, I'm skimming the wiki now. I mean, it's a pretty good cast. I mean, we talk about Emma Watson, Tom Hanks, Sean Boyega. Mm. I mean, it's a pretty good Patton Oswalt, Bill Paxton. Why I mean, not? Damn. <laughs> it's supposed to be dropping on the 28th of April. So, I mean, he be the guy hitters. was still working. You know what I mean? It's some interesting heavy hitters and some like comedic value in that one. I'm mm-hmm. curious now. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, His well. passing just made me kind of go through the entire, like, I thought about it. Wow. Every movie I saw when I was little, he was in something. But as I'm coming <laughs> he up, was a guy in there yeah, somewhere. He somewhere yeah. in there. He's like the underappreciated, less lesser acknowledged Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's so much, yeah. Honestly, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's a good assessment. Obviously, he has more range of bacon, though. Know, Mel so. Gibson was in Mad Max, along with dude who was after Matrix and Commando, who was also Don't one of it. the mutants <laughs> in <laughs> Weird Science with Bill Paxton. Six Degrees of Bill Paxton. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll he was in a, a Simple Plan, too. You remember that movie? That was a great film. Uh, Come on. You remember Simple Plan? I'm, I'm not perfect. Yeah, I apologize, okay? He was a film student, though. True. Just saying. Truth. Wow. Truth. Oh, just throwing a brother under the bus. He's supposed to be, of all people in this room. Nah, man. He's the one who tells the truth, right? Man, no, not at all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we want to we want to thank JM uh, for coming on the show. This will be his last time on the show. These, these people. All right. Well, anyways, um, Bill Paxton, I was a huge fan. I think 60 young, 60, 61 is mm-hmm. far too young, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to try to see as many of uh, his movies, uh, just things that I've loved over the years, yeah. mm-hmm. next week. And um, Yeah, it's the best way to, to honor him, you know what I mean? And he, mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to have a plenty to uh pick from you know what i mean he's 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 been in a lot of uh, great stuff so um i'll be probably doing the same you know what i mean i'll what watch titanic for the thousands time what was your favorite one again 
Oh, frailty. There it is. Mm-hmm. Frailty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Frailty. I just yeah, love his character in True Lies so much. It's oh, so <laughs> He's got it's that so voice funny. in the face. Like, you it's buy intense. him so the much he, the way he as picks the up, ultimate sleaze. The way he picks up Jamie Lee Curtis when she's just sitting there and he kind of walks by and looks at her, hmm, and then he just drops his suitcase off. He's like, take this. I need you. Looks back. Shit. And then he, <laughs> then he runs off and that's it. That's yeah. all he does. And then he calls her. And it, oh, my God. It's just such a perfect Ooh. role and no one could have pulled it off. Like, no. Uh, Bill Paxton, he asked. It's just that, like you said, fine line between like the this overconfident doofus mm. guy. You know what I mean? So um, it's 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 great. He left so much behind. So uh, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be doing what you're doing and watch as many films as I can. Nice, Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. 61 years of age. Rest in peace, sir. R.I.P. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of actors and unfortunate things, the Oscars, the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. 2017 was uh, what the 74th annual. The 70... 89. Oscars. It was 80-something, right? 89. Yeah, 89. The old-ass fudge Oscar ceremony wow. was last night. Um, hosted <laughs> by Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Dude, uh, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. This is coming just one year after the whole uh, Oscar So White yeah. uh, scandal. Mm-hmm. And yep. I felt that the last year they really tried to push more movies, more uh, prestige format films. Mm-hmm. Uh, feature, uh, they tried to push color. them. They just happened to work out this way. You know what I mean? It's like a, a cycles. I don't think they were maybe, but every year there's several films that uh, feature casts that don't feature entirely Lily White, you know, rosters, no. and they're somehow overshadowed. And last year was the first time it was really called out, not just like, "Hey, I noticed something," but you racist mother. And they really. Uh, it became a movement, dude. It was a whole hashtag, and, uh, and that's what a movement stands. Yeah, now. Well, to well, the hashtag, where yeah, this that'll year teach now, them. Yeah. yeah, this year is the first year following that, and there were very obviously, very blatantly, more mm-hmm. uh, nominees of color. Uh, yeah, more nominees of color, more nominees of alternative gender, and. Um, What's the proper what's the proper what you, word here? I'm trying to say. Uh, what do you mean alternative gender? The others. I mean, it was, it was diverse. Categories. It was quite diverse. Um, orientation, orientation mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. But like, that's new. That's 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 new and awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, that's big. And this year's Oscar ceremony, um, I thought was actually damned entertaining. It was. Especially I agree. I watched like, it regardless. You know what I mean? They're yeah, but the, you're a the, the, not, like the I mean, knock the on it is just they're long. They're just they're just terribly, terribly long. Yeah, and there's so always there's always two or three bits that you can get rid of. Um, this year they had the bit where they brought in a bunch of people that didn't know they were there from this bus. I thought that was which awesome. Is, which I, I thought, wasn't a fan, but I thought it was I, awesome. Adam. I personally hated it because <laughs> first of all, I was like, these people don't know. Like they're taking a bus tour in L.A. during the Oscars. Do you think they care about the Oscars? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they, care, they care about they Hollywood. Care. And they brought it was like this guy is people been talking. Uh, Gary from Chicago, and Gary he's like Chicago. he's like the old guy with a phone out videotaping the whole thing. And it was funny. Jim was like, you know, this is you can watch this on TV. You don't have to videotape the whole thing. He's like, oh yeah, well I'm doing it anyway. You know, it's it like was you gotta go. So I was there. You gotta see this. I'm gonna show this to Martha back. It just home. T- it just took too long. <laughs> and it reminded me. I mean, they've been doing these weird bits that just like kind of don't play that well, like the pizza thing that Ellen did a couple years ago, and, oh, yeah. and then Chris Rock did the Girl Scout cookies thing. And it's well, just, I, think, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think they have to like throw things into the mix. You but know, just do try they? To- when, it's the, when all the biggest complaint is being too long, you can cut out the biggest 15 complaint, minutes 
biggest, right there. The biggest complaint from us, from the viewing public, uh, is that it's too long. But right. the viewing, but the people, from the complaints from the people who quote unquote matter has been, well, you know, no one can measure up to Billy Crystal. Billy Pretty Crystal much, yeah. was the ultimate host. You gotta, you gotta beat him. And, and, stuff. and I, I think so the complaints for the public, I think complaints for the public is is too long because we have way too many commercial breaks. Yep. I mean, because mm-hmm. as a whole, I mean, the Oscars are probably maybe two hours tops in terms two of its length. Man, they're in there for twenty three minutes. Okay, they, 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 <laughs> so many crowd shots. They're in there like you know you don't, you don't see it because they cut away for like reactions. Yeah, so what but, yeah, do? when they trade off, it's like who won this? Meryl Streep. She comes up, she daps whoever you know uh, presented her, and she's like you know it's thank like you very much. About. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they I'm made it jogging in there. Well, it's good as a Very as a host. Nice. I think he did. Last year, Ben Affleck busted a slide off the stage. You didn't see that. You mean be in guest? Okay, okay, hold on. Let's, 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 let's give that context. I'm sorry, real quick. Adam, you were saying? Wait, hold on. Uh, I'm not giving that context. Real quick. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking about the 2017 Academy Awards ceremony mm-hmm. hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Uh, musical uh, presenter was uh, Justin Timberlake. Did a, a bunch of big numbers, and Kimmel had a bunch of um, quirks. As a host, try to make himself stand out. No, he didn't you know? have a quirk. That's that's Jimmy Kimmel. He's been it doing is, that forever. That's his style. So I right. say he he came out and did, he was he, he did really good at like kind of punking the Oscars a little bit, not to a, like a, a degree of uh, oh, what's his face. Um, about Chris Rock? Chris I don't Rock talk about really no. Oh, um, uh, the, uh, the why is happening? Uh, the, the English gentleman. Yeah, yeah I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Wow, uh, from the invention of the, the lying movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know, you know, we do this professionally. All right, who cares? I've heard. I've heard. Um, he came to Ricky Gervais. Yeah, so he did. Wow. Yeah, that will be, that will be, that will be right? edited out okay. in the in the post show. <laughs> so he didn't go. He, he didn't go full Gervais, but he definitely had uh, fun with it. He definitely took some shots at Mel Gibson. He took you know these obvious the easy targets. You know what I mean, which is great, and it was obviously made a, a very political too. We uh, saying a lot of things, and that's no one of the Cosby jokes. I'm surprised. Yeah, well, that's this kind of play. It's not funny week. anymore. Yeah, I, I think we're past I, that I, one. But mm, no, no, you know, yeah, you're right. There are bigger criminals, but, like people yeah. in the White House now. So. Oh, nice. Ooh. Ooh. But we're talking. Thank you, thank you. I am available to host the Oscars 2018. I'm just putting that out there now. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> what's going on? I, I would think if you're going to keep targeting that, though, it doesn't really show a challenge. Like, it doesn't mm. show a lot of talent. It's pretty easy to hit that one. True. Monkeys in battle type of thing. I'll, I'll find. I'll find a better target. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So the you guys are talking about the rival well, with Matt Damon. Matt Damon is that was back reviewed. from the Sarah Silverman days. Is this is that what's still happening there or what? Probably. Well, I'm not even sure. <laughs> no, there's a back and forth going on between Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel that's been played up for comedy purposes over the years. Like okay. they're friends and people know that, right, cool. that they themselves between them are cool. Mm-hmm. But it's become. Uh, as much uh, as big a joke mm-hmm. as it can possibly be, I think. Like I because recall the song, of, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think definitely because of her, though, that it's been going on for so long. Like, two of them, people know they're cool, but it's still the gag that oh no, they hate each other, right? Sure, right, they right. do. That's why. They're At first, you thought it was real, like way back when they started doing <laughs> yes, it. Now, but it, I also now know what kind of comedian Sarah Silverman is, and for anyone anyone that is unfamiliar, yeah. uh, after all this time. Um, Okay, you know what? YouTube, I'm effing Matt Damon. Yeah, that's it. And that'll pretty much put everything in context for you. But uh, that created a supposed rift between uh, Matt Damon, the actor, <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel, the show. <laughs> no, it started, I think it started before that, and that was like the, the, the topper. Okay, now I really got you. You know, this is uh, well, kind of came, came to a head, if but when they still bought into that, at the Oscar ceremony this weekend. Yeah, when they, they, we they brought out uh, Affleck and Matt Damon, when they announced him, it was like, <laughs> oh, here's Ben Affleck and Guest. You know what I mean? It was like, as no, he's like a plus around. one. Matt Damon and Guest. Matt Damon no, it was and Guest. Well, I personally no, like it was ben, ben Affleck and Guest, because he didn't actually remember 
which one it Matt is. Damon. That just that just really makes the icing on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no one actually knows which way it went. <laughs> but in terms of about Casey Affleck's man bun, yeah. Well, in terms of like the awards too. Yeah. Like, uh, speaking of Casey Affleck, yeah, took uh, took the role for a movie you were crazy about, which yeah. uh, oh, uh, Johnny Manchester Sean, by the uh, Sea, yeah, of course. to the people. <laughs> yeah, we 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 I, one dance in I have more too. If you think that's you know, yes, yeah, he he, g- he gave him his gifts. Actually, we all had them. <laughs> that's that's his new Oscar strategy. Gummy bears. Yes, <laughs> again, 2018. Just putting that out there. It's, um, it's called the gummies. Manchester by the sea. The golden gummies. Wow. All right, but the awards. You were crazy about <laughs> Manchester by the Sea, and you were not alone. Apparently, uh, Casey Affleck took. Now it's not. It wasn't his first nomination, right? Because Casey Affleck um, won. No, I think he was uh, nominated for for a supporting actor for another one. I don't. Did he get one for okay. the SNL skit? Because that thing was brilliant. <laughs> he did not get one for the SNL skit. <laughs> um, Casey Affleck won for uh, Manchester, Manchester by the Sea. sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Emma Stone won for Best well, Actress as well La for La La Land. La Land. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was surprised by that so one. Too, was, the important ones, I think, are like uh, Asghar Farhadi won for The Salesman, and he obviously had a statement. Uh, written because he's um, back in his home country, where it's one of these. Uh, he's not coming uh, back. Can come back because of this travel ban and everything like that. This Muslim travel ban. So this was definitely an ever-present thing that mm-hmm. kind of hung over. Not into like this. wasn't all doom and gloom, and, and but it was definitely this palpable kind of uh, uh, thing. I'm really glad he won. I didn't think his movie was the best one out there. I thought Tony Erdman would have would have probably taken Best Born Language Film. But well, there was a lot of surprises there with the winners. Um, do you think that was maybe unfairly given? No, no, because no. it is a good movie like that. You know what I mean? And there, I don't, I don't play like what deserves and what doesn't. And what's better? It's hard enough to judge art against each other. And I don't think you should. So that's why these awards are kind of weird in, in general. Well, but sir, having this, having but it's an award given by your peers. I don't well, having this is it? How is it statement oh, there? <laughs> having this statement, well, like uh, written out, is just kind of really, you know, brought it home. It was a very uh, poignant thing um, uh, to to have there, and it, and you see the exact effects of these um, regulations in these in, in this political climate now. Well, so, I mean, uh, I thought, uh, this I mean, is right in your face here. I mean, and, even mm-hmm. on top of that. I mean, because it, it definitely casted like this this real shadow that I think in many ways diminished from the quote unquote fun that was happening. Mm-hmm. So not to diminish what happened there, but to add on to it, but in a different sort of twist is when Jimmy Kimmel then turned around and had his um, had his phone streamed to the screen in which he tweeted the president, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it still addressed the fact that this man just won this award, but he can't be here because there's a travel ban. Yep. But the same token. We're still addressing we're as heavy as that is. We're still going to address the president in a comedic sort of way, so it doesn't diminish what happened, yeah. but or what's happening. But at the same time, it's shedding light from a different lens. Yeah, it well, was you very have to, direct. You I, I don't that. even see that though as a as a comedic thing. That's just literally showing how accessible our president is now, right? Mm, you can enough. literally just poke him. He was and be probably like, watching and like, no, uh, yeah, no, exactly, right? Yeah, like, he's, a, he's a junkie. He's a junkie for well, this. I, stuff. I sincerely Any hope attention. he was watching and hope he was paying a lot of attention when Meryl Streep. Uh, was addressed and basically applauded by the entire 
mm. uh, auditorium. These mm-hmm. are people in Hollywood, Hollywood, quote unquote Hollywood's elite. I hate right, saying right. that, but right. I actually do mean it uh, sincerely in this case because these are the people that are there because they're being awarded as the best we have currently right now, mm-hmm. presenting material, making material, and mm-hmm. um, providing entertainment and media. Mm-hmm. And they're all of the opinion that Meryl Streep is a great actress, a great humanitarian, yep. and somebody who deserves our respect and admiration and adoration. And Kimmel came at it from the approach of everything negative that a very vindictive person who's not even involved in um, the uh, entertainment industry uh, basically came out his mouth and said some ignorant stuff for no reason. Well, Ooh. for no reason, but basically uh, he's, he's a petty a-hole, you know, and I like the fact that the Oscars addressed that. The Oscars did it in a classy way, but also an entertaining way. Uh-huh. Mm. And I'm of the same I'm of the same opinion. It's like this is a woman who... Yeah, he was definitely never, playing to hit uh, uh, an audience that... I think was all in favor of. Uh, of course, well, yeah, well, yeah, and, but and I, I'm happy a big to fan have of someone. Meryl Streep's work over yeah. the years. Like she's done fantastic work, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, and of course, I mean, I that's like that, that, that much is obvious. Yeah, way. she's you know the most celebrated actress ever. You know, and I think they yeah. said last night was her twenty. 20th nomination. Yeah. You know that, what that, I mean? That, that, which uh, is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Also, who else won uh, last night? I think, forget um, what it was. Susan I'm sorry, Lucha, for, Susan for music or something. There, this was the 21st time they were nominated in their first win. Yeah, I forgot who it was. So they had been yeah. nominated 20 times before that, and this was the first win. Uh, this was a person? Uh, somebody I, won I, last I night. Yes, a human being. <laughs> uh, won last night. Well, yeah. no, I, I, no, I say that because I know La La Land tied. Uh, for the most, um, for the most. No, I'm talking about like a single, single person's. Production. Not like they got nominated 20 times that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm saying over their career. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, DiCaprio moment where okay. just never happens uh-huh. over and over and over. Oh, maybe it was Leo. There's no, no way Leo. That's, that's <laughs> crap. Like Peter O'Toole was a better actor. A thousand times. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, man, hey, man. Something was going to happen. Leo's work in Romeo plus Juliet. Okay, let's let's that's a classic right there. The plus, I love it. Yeah, no one's done. Finer work in Hawaiian shirts, but. Yeah. yeah. But uh, going on to the actors and stuff, uh, Marsahala Ali, which is the first word of the night for mm-hmm. Best also Supporting Actor. Correctly. Yeah, for Best Supporting Actor for Moonlight, mm-hmm. which I thought yeah. was uh, well-deserved. I had Michael Shannon, too, up there. Like he, I thought he was great. Yeah, up some legit talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, it was uh, definitely a stacked... Uh, uh, Actors and actresses awards year and um, oh, oh, real quick, uh, not to not to step on that, just to jump in because uh, you had asked how people, um, yeah, how does actually, it actually work? Yep, the um, they do something called uh, I, I'm, I, I think I may have the wrong term. It's like uh, uh, drop voting or or downfall voting. Basically, uh, it's anyone who's ever been nominated or won an award has a vote. Yes. Oh, okay. And cool. since about so it's basically a jury of way. your peers. That's what a lot of people don't understand yeah, either. That's not all right. Yeah. Which some people think it's just like a, a room full of crotchety old white men. It used some to of be. It maybe. Yeah. It but. used to be that sure, was the sure. Academy that voted up until about 2011. That's how they did it for right. every year right. in the Oscars. They've been doing it this way um, with the jury of your peers method. Mm-hmm. Basically, they send cards. Uh, two people with all the nominees on there, mm-hmm. and they vote. And it's not always those for your vote. consideration things. Sure, yes. sure. I mean that those exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's um, the top votes are grouped into a group, and the bottom votes are grouped into a separate. So, like group. Frank Stallone but, can vote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. And, some people sorry. like that, of course. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. Worldcon does the same thing with their with the whole writing. Style mm-hmm. they do that too, mm-hmm. right? Yep, but the way they select winners is not necessarily the the most that receive like top marks, mm-hmm. but the most that receive marks in a general yeah. area. Right. So if like everyone had, um, like ten people had La La Land and, and six people had um, Moonlight, 
uh, but you know, forty people all had uh, Manchester by the Sea as their number two. That, that was still, yeah. Exactly, Manchester by the Sea takes it by having that majority of people think so highly mm-hmm. of it, even though it wasn't their top. Sure, and sure. that's how they would determine. That's how they determine the winner, and everything else drops off according to how many people voted, and then how many people voted highly. That's why they have cool. the high category right. and low category. So a movie that a lot of people think uh, was like number five out of six, right? But still falls in that six. And uh, enough people put it as one or two, despite the fact that the rest put it as like f- as like five. You're right, right. Then that movie can still take it. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of a pointlessly convoluted system when you could just say, <laughs> okay, everybody vote. How many got number one? You know. But I think that makes it a little more fair. Sure. sure. Um, it also gives movies that you wouldn't necessarily think as the highest um, contenders a legit shot. Yep. Right. They're not just there because ah, it's the participation trophy. It's like they actually earned this. <laughs> yeah, I think the the three biggest winners tonight was uh, La La Land, Moonlight, and uh, Manchester by the Sea took home a, a, and, and a few a few that I definitely the ones I thought the uh, best uh, original screenplay. Uh, Kenneth Lonergan, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, that Manchester by the Sea was See, my favorite. Thing, you film follow last the year. you follow the more in depth ones because I don't really pay attention to, like the screenplay. Really, I think those are the that's like I think one of the most important. I usually somebody who wins the screenplay one's gonna win picture because you know what I mean a lot of those things are connected they historically are um but La La Land's definitely started slow. It was nominated 14 times, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they definitely started picking up stream, uh, steam, winning um, a lot of uh, a lot of these awards. And then, uh, like I said, Manchester by the Sea won Best Actor as well, Casey Affleck, which I thought was uh, deserving. A lot of people thought maybe Denzel would have uh, yeah, won Yeah, he was up against Denzel. Well. He was up against Andrew Garfield. He was up against... Um, Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm forgetting one, one, one big one. Why am I forgetting this one? Um... <sighs> Well, he was up against he was up against one more. Gosling was thank you, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Um, mm-hmm. People that have done fantastic work. People that are known as consistently doing fantastic work. And this is Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. I've only liked Casey Affleck in one other movie, and that was Gone Baby Gone, which is a movie that I like and also hate mm. because it's a great. I didn't movie. really like the movie. He I was good in it. Right. Yeah. You didn't like. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, not, not, not for everybody. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I'll never watch it again because it pissed me off that much. He's definitely the most talented of the uh, Ben Affleck, uh, Matt Damon bunch. <laughs> he, he is. Wait, wait, you get a hit on the Boston boys there? No, I just think he, I'm not hating him. I'm saying he's just more talented. He's done a lot of good not, stuff for somebody from Boston who's not named Sully. Mm. <laughs> no. Um, what I've also That's how we show affection out. in Boston. <laughs> people. Well, you got Sully, you got Fitzy there, you got... Yeah. Um, the technical awards, though, <laughs> things like uh, Suicide Squad winning um, Best yeah. Makeup. Yeah. And like, there was a thousand jokes, yeah. which Suicide annoyed Squad. me. It's like, oh, Suicide Squad has one more Oscar than Peter oh, O'Toole. Like, shoot. this one's like, yes, you can do that a thousand times. Yeah, things done in the The makeup days. wasn't bad, you know what I mean? But you're right. Then Now it's uh, they're going to say the Oscar, <laughs> Oscar winning film. Uh, yeah, of course. Whatever, yeah, sure. like that. Technically, yeah. it's true. You know the BB knows how to market that stuff. Hey, that makeup was amazing. Stop hating. What? It was. It was great. All What's right. this movie it was up against? Um, well, it was up against a lot of sci-fi that did great things with Beast of the Southern. It was up against Star Trek. Star um, Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal makeup. And a man called Uve. All, I, all I have to all I have to uh, point out is that 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 chick with the with the with the finger head thing that was gross <laughs> and made my skin crawl. Phenomenal <laughs> makeup job, despite how disgusting it was. Mm. And, well, anyways, if you get uh, a visceral reaction from it, it's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. Well, in that respect, Godzilla also. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That should have won it. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And of course, that's <laughs> that makeup right there. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> moving so, on, so though, gross. to the, the biggest yeah. part oh, of the oh, night. Wait, wait, wait. Let's not gloss over Jackie Chan. 
Uh, Jackie Chan and Three Brothers getting the honorary award, the Governor's Award. Mm-hmm. Um, these aren't Oscar-winning people, but these are people that have been shadow- overshadowed for years and con- continuously working Why in the industry. Um, uh, Jackie Chan for uh, action and stunt coordination. Um, this woman in the wheelchair, I forget her name, but apparently she'd been like an editor for everybody and forever. Uh, yeah. And had never received an award. And this was, um, like, they honored her, and everyone was just, like, tearing up because they're like, yeah, I've worked with her. Why did she never win? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, those are the awards I don't usually pay attention to, but because it was such a big thing, and let's be honest, because of Jackie Chan, mostly. But, I mean, these other um, these other nominees were honored, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think Jackie Chan really overlooked. You know what I mean? I don't uh, think he well, wins okay. awards. Everyone knows he's think, amazing, but that's, yeah. that's like, okay, I mentioned Susan Lucci in just earlier, but that's like a situation with her. Everyone knows she's phenomenal. But it just happened to fall into somebody else was deemed a little more phenomenal at the time. That didn't necessarily take anything away from her. Everyone knows she's amazing, but she never won the award, coincidentally, because of who she was up against each time, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sorry, I stepped on you, man. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I'm saying, uh, uh, just moving on to the biggest part of the night. Um, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel missing that microphone when, when Justin Timberlake threw that. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, Anger. <laughs> you know, best picture, obviously. Uh, 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 Warren. Warren Beatty yes. and Faye Dunaway came out because it was the 50th anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde, and it would have been a nice little, you know, gathering, you know, like, remember this, blah, 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 like that, good mm-hmm. part of film history. And so they're going to present the award for Best Picture. Um, so they go to open the envelope, and immediately you see Beta's face, like, uh, and you think uh, he's, you think he's he stalling. <laughs> Immediately he starts stalling, and you think it's for dramatic effect. You're like, why is he? You know, is he just being a dick? Like, is he, he you know what I mean? Dug back into the envelope, yeah, and started yeah. looking like this. So like, then I he, thought there was chocolate in here. Yeah, and so he gives it to Faye Dunaway, who then sees it, and she's like, La La Land, and everyone's like, Oh, okay, you know this big thing. Even me, I turn the TV off, whatever. No, I just don't need to see a producer open. speak on this. Yeah, I've seen the movie. It's great. You know, Patriots lost the Super Bowl. Bowl. Click. <laughs> 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 yeah. And so that was, you know, presumably it. And then, mm-hmm. of, of course, we realized that uh, they had, uh, I believe, the wrong envelope yeah because they make copies of these things in case something happens so he had a copy that said i believe emma stone Lalland, because she won the award immediately prior to that for best actress and so that's the thing they're reading or that's the thing they saw and like i you know barry was kind of confused so he's like ah, i don't want anything to do with this I wonder how obvious that gave stuff it is sometimes because the, the envelopes look alike right right yeah i mean that mm-hmm. on the outside ostensibly they're the, the same thing um, no it's printed on the outside it said outside? best actress it's an award for best actress but it, was, but it was in a thing you kind of oh. you don't pay attention you open that's it you open look it up, inside you saw you know, Emma Stone la, la, right. it was like okay I, I was that's why he was confused he should have been away, didn't, no. I thought he'd be like um, okay Bob Costas Puyitang well yeah. then now justice has been done <laughs> right <laughs> and so that's, you have to do this that, thing yeah. where you go back out there and you're like sorry 15, 20 people on the stage that are really excited for winning the highest award in movies. Yeah, thank you. These yours. heartfelt speeches, man. I'm saying, like, yeah, no I one said so take the bad. mic out their hand. Like, a good three or four dudes went up there like, this was so important to me. Thank you to my beautiful wife for, for sacrificing this time for me. I'm like, no one's going to go out there and stop this. Brother, you, if you're no, in the middle of this uh, speech, horrible, you're like, you know, my wife is the most important person ever. I can't thank you enough for being my wife. Ro- I'm not going to be like, excuse me, shut your hole, man. That, Kanye, that's what's needed. It is a tough 
tough job to go be okay, the one yeah. out there. Oh, doing yeah. that. Kanye, Kanye what's up? But like, that I'm person sorry. then becomes I'm the you finish. Moonlight did his greatest movie of all time. Man, shrug, roll out. Sadly, the way it happened. So bad, man. Like, the way it happened is, I think, the only way it could have happened without like embarrassment and scandal. Had they just been ushered off, it'd have been like, oh, there goes Moonlight bullying, you know, the innocent uh, well, movie about white folks teaching folks jazz. I mean, what, what happened there? But besides that, <laughs> but besides that, it's like, yeah, but, I mean, besides that, yeah, yeah it was, would have been, yeah, you know, we, we interrupt these people's, like, you know, heartfelt speeches about how, you know, important this was to them and what should be the greatest moment of their lives. Excuse me. I'm, I'm getting choked. I was thinking about it. Uh, what should be the greatest moment of their career. Uh, to say this is not your moment, this is someone else's moment, and then bring them on, and then the negative stigma of people not knowing the entire story right then and there, and just assuming you just robbed them, or you're taking it out of their hand and giving it to this person. That's, that's not a rob, yeah, though. It's you no, know, I, I know, yeah. but that's how it, how it would seem to people. I think the way it happened is the only way it could happen smoothly, and even that, even that was awkward. It and, was even smooth because Horace was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we didn't even win." Yeah, that, <laughs> I, that I thought that that was some petty stuff. That was just like he's in the middle of his speech and they just like, "Yeah, you lost." But he was like, "And I'd like to thank my what." <laughs> you know, and that I think well, was such a unique a of, thing. It's never yeah, happened no. in the history of awards. It was very, it was very classy. <laughs> there was a, my favorite, in, the, in the entire 117 years of the Oscars. My, this, one of my it was favorite a very classy things. way <laughs> to, to hand over. He said, um, the, he said that uh, Moonlight earned this award, and I'm very happy to present this to my friends, the, producer of, of, the producers of Moonlight. They've earned it, and they deserve it. And he emphasized that while holding the award that. Like thirty seconds late uh, prior, he thought he won. You know that's big, and that was a classy move. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what else, what else do you have? What other option do you have? Like um, jerk you smack him in the head with it and then run. Yeah, no, that's not an option though. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, yeah, no, you, you got to pull up all those actor skills and just kind of yeah. hide your, your funny, anger or whatever. The funny thing <laughs> yeah, was, no. is like uh, there was always that the thing where they thought Marissa Tomei didn't actually win yeah, Best Supporting Actress, today. you know what I mean, yeah. uh, for My Cousin Vinny. Gosh, it's, like, so it's like, no. <laughs> she definitely won. Gotta because- feel like Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, really, who got it? My cousin Vinny, Oscar? Yeah, right. It's like, no, she, right, they well, definitely <laughs> won because uh, this is what happens when you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is the protocol now, right. I guess. Well, it was the 146th Oscar ceremony. Um, I'd just like to say, <laughs> this one, a lot of people were honored. I like the uh, I like the approach that was taken on the political aspects of it. I thought it was a very well-presented ceremony. And, dude, I thought Kimmel actually did a pretty good job. I'm hoping they bring him back. Um, I'd like to see where it goes now. Um, if you have any opinions and want to follow up or you know anything you want to chime in on, if you disagree with the way it was presented and you think that Moonlight should have gotten the Oscar smacked in the forehead and, and, and I'm, all that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com we can continue this conversation. Hit us up on social media. Also, if you go to our bio page, all the social media links are on there. But now, I want to talk to our in-house guests. Oh, we have... Awesome. I'm Thomas. And... Frost. From Bad Captain Games. You all want to give us the lowdown on what's going on with Bad Captain? Sure. Well, we just started, at, well, actually a couple years ago, uh, Frost and I... Back in those halcyon days when I still had, you know, all my hair and... You have all your hair, it's fine. insomnia. Oh, well, that I can't help. Because you're on so camera, though, right? They can see, plainly yeah, see the wig. Yeah, they can see, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, I had left, I did a career change, I believe you did as well at the time, and we started a uh, kind of a local game studio, big corporation type. It was a really cool experience at the time, and then we started doing game pitches and coming up with really cool ideas, and then we realized the studio was going a different way, and we really wanted to make this game still, mm-hmm. right? But we're not programmers. The rest of the team aren't programmers. 
So we realized, where do our skills lie? Well, we Tabletop. Have yeah, we, we have. Nice. Exactly. Wait, so, so this started off as digital. Yeah. It, um, we were thinking about that. Yeah. We had a studio. It was like, what's the next big thing our studio should do? We were like, 400 people? We got an idea. Right? <laughs> and now we're like, it's, you know, four. So, so scale, small, small cutback. Scale. Kinda, scale kinda a little. Just a little, yeah. yeah. A small reduction, of Just course. Just move to us at one point. It's fine. Oh, yes, exactly how it works. Yeah. So <laughs> we got... Um, the idea originally came... Uh, long ago with a friend of mine we sat down we were trying to come up with some really cool sci-fi ideas for like role-playing games and for our live action games and because there, there aren't a lot of live action role-playing games in the area that are science fiction based mm-hmm. um, there's one called Future Imperfect which is the one my friend and I started and then we left after like a few years but mm. you know the core of that idea was the future with the company was hey, that's how imperfect we look. that's wow we look pretty cool I'm sorry I'll stop talking no no it's it right. I got distracted by like, him, looking at us yeah it's too soon for me good right. point but no the idea was like these all these factions exist and what got them there, right? How do you do the, the future of humanity? What's important to humans? How do you live on for as an immortality concept, right? Mm-hmm. So we have all these different themes. You've got the idea of people who want to like upload their consciousness to like the internet, you know, and live that They're way. They're my favorite. They're Anacron. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I will be like them someday. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got a bunch of player fantasies are actual based on the ideas of philosophy of immortality. Uh-huh. Right. So we took this and I brought this to Amelia and was like, kind of a very competitive game based on this idea and she was like well I was thinking of a cooperative one but I, I don't really like PvP all yeah. that much um, but I mean the good news is competitive games we no I'm, 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 I'm aware I know you are not everyone but, is I mean so you're on Twitch is but like you yeah. know. gotcha no, good call good point I was gonna say but I love that comic how dare you <laughs> but I mean we, we got a small group of people together who all have a love of sci-fi but yeah. a, we all approached it in a slightly different way, and so we were able to combine our ideas and kind of meet each other in the middle mm-hmm. and come up with something that was different than you know any one of us had in our in yeah, our brains, true. and and I think stronger for it. Yeah, I very much. I was warned ahead of time, like when you're designing a game, designing an idea, you kind of take the idea, put it into the community, the people you're working with, and just back up, mm-hmm. right? Like you did the, you did your part. Let everyone else help it grow up and become the thing it's going to become, and that's worked out really really well for me. So now we have this card game that we've made, which is like Magic the Gathering or Netrunner, in that there are two to three people, you're playing against each other, but you're really playing against this middle deck. It's a, what we call a catch deck, like the Catch-22 concept. Mm-hmm. And we had to adjust the number, of course, that wasn't really a feasible consistency. But the <laughs> idea is that you're, you're one of uh, two to three corporations trying to vie for like, all the resources on this planet. And because you're corporations, you can't just blow each other up, right? Like that's generally frowned upon. You've got to be civil I, I don't know. about We live in the things. world with Walmart, and yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there are moments, right? So there are Walmart cards. had mechs and uh, yeah. you know rocket launchers. They do. They do. They do. <laughs> yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Had, yeah. Well, they do. If you go to like in Trump's America, they do. Yeah. Well, let's say d- d- down in Baltimore, Maryland, you can get you know all sorts of stuff. But um, a little further south, when I was there, anyway. Um, but yeah, you play one of the different factions. You're trying to get resources and trying to fight for prestige. Mm-hmm. So the game has this has a couple of iteration points that we really really liked. Right? It's it's not just me versus you. It's I'm trying to improve myself while putting you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're mostly fighting over this middle territory. Then there's so it's like the two of us. Like you know, I roll the die, and instead of like you know blowing up uh, this wall in your compound, I just insult your mama. I can do that too. You could totally insult his mom. In fact, we have a phase purely for trash talking to try to goad somebody to do something something they probably shouldn't do. Nice, because um, it's important. Oh, <laughs> but, look who invested in gold! <laughs> I invested in platinum. <laughs> what? 
So these like events come up, and you're trying to get for them and get prestige for your for your uh, faction or for your corporation. And as you level up, as you get these prestige points, your character levels up that you're playing, and you has, this happens twice, getting you more powers and more more abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deck itself constantly drains your budget. And unlike Magic, where you have like a mana pool that's separate, so you can you know cast characters and throw spells out, your life pool and this budget are the same thing, just like any other corporation, right? You run out of money, you're out of a job. Mm. So you got to kind of like balance these two things together. Uh, so you start with all you know all your budget, and you every time you prove that you're worth it, they give you a little bit more. Mm. But if you leave these problems out, they take some away, or it costs money to actually keep things going. All right. Now, normally when games uh, delve into the realm of uh, fiscal responsibility. I'm assuming you're not targeting like you know ages four and below. No, no. no in no, fact, uh, no. this world is pretty dark. Um, it's basically a thousand years in into Amer- uh, you know humanity's future, mm-hmm. and the Earth is destroyed. Uh, humanity basically just good ruined it with overpopulation and yeah. and, and, and uh, pollution. <laughs> and so the the megacorps of old Earth are all that remains. Mm. They built these huge ships and uh, blasted off from Earth and spent hundreds of years uh, basically making the journey out to the rest of the galaxy. And so now they've seeded uh, solar systems and are basically slowly building competition with each other as they fight for more and more yeah. uh, of of the known galaxy. Mm-hmm. And so they enlist you as this agent um, meant to, you know, at the very beginning, be a grunt and do their bidding. But if you do well and don't run out of money, um, then you you grow in their eyes. Um, and so the other thing we did... Uh, it's with, the fun with, side of corporate espionage. Indeed. Uh, yeah, indeed. Prove your worth. You, you see yeah, why yeah. I have her doing narrative, though? This is a much easier way to explain it. I like um, it. So, <laughs> so speaking of narrative, um, that's, that's kind of the other half of the game. Um, you can play it solo. You can play it uh, in, a, in a 1v1 or 1v1v1 um, t- uh, competitive environment. You can also, we hope, once we've tweaked the, the rules, uh, do yeah. like 2v2 or 3v3, um, but we're not quite there yet. Um, Baby steps? Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, Only one across one corporation at a time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I mean, the stretch goals are like, you know, for the third one, but yeah, we're we're pushing. All right, you want to one across one middle manager at a time. There you go, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But but the campaign is uh, basically story mode, um, where every corporation gets their own Mm -hmm. uh, secret mission, and basically, uh, if you are successful at, at, you know, any given game session, you learn a little bit more about the galaxy, and you you kind of get corporate secrets that you otherwise wouldn't get access to. And if if you are or. defeated, <laughs> you still go on, you still continue uh, the mission, but the game changes around you, and it gets a little bit more challenging, and, and you have to deal with some more uh, puzzles and and difficult things to overcome mm-hmm. in the next round. They're taking a lot of hints from the uh, legacy games as of late that have been coming out that became really popular. Uh, where these kind well, of consistent effects have a lo- prolonged prolonged effect on your gameplay. Well, tell me about the inspirations then. Like, what kind of games do you guys play that you know inspires this type of uh, of, uh, of output? So for me, I play lots of them. Uh, I let's see, Pandemic Legacy recently was a great cooperative game, which is really kind of fueling the idea of making this a. Uh, we have this one mode we really want to try to get done, which is. You know, three different corporations getting together and trying to actually cooperate to just survive the planet's hostilities. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone's throwing everything they got at just to make it so we could all be on the planet. Right, kind of the opposite theme, but 
the same mechanics and all works really well that way. Um, for the more I'm aggressive, glad, I'm glad that's what you wanted too. I thought I could have sworn you were going to say like they, they got together and then sponsored a, uh, a corporate bum fight league. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good card idea. I'm going to add that. I'm going to add that. Bum fight league. <laughs> bum fight league. Right. Anyone with a bum fight league, I want, I want God, my face like, right on there. The horrible time in our society. Yes. Well, you know, we have a Kickstarter Seriously. tier for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. All right. What was added in? Uh, Gage, fix it. Um, well, also want to point out that is on record as my idea. So putting that out there. As far as the, the uh, competitive games go for me. I want seven cents. Seven, no, no problem. We can do that. All right. Uh, I guess you have another bag of gummy bears. And gummy bears. Like. Yeah. That's correct. If you pay me in gummy bears, I will be A-OK. Solid. Um, not not the Oscars, though. That's that's that's, that's a cash <laughs> So, the, yeah, the other games I play that are more in line with the competitive concepts, like Netrunner is a very popular, uh, it's actually a remake from an older game in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, very popular locally, in fact. Uh, it's a cyberspace uh, t- type of game, hackers versus corporations. Uh, it's AC very, very confusing. Hmm? Very confusing. It can be incredibly confusing without a mentor, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who showed me, and that's just how it keeps going. Um, when you want old school convolution, there is no better resource than Johnny. No, no one is more confusing. But he's the one who's like making all this work. No, he's not. No, he's, he's not. The one that, ma- that makes it look. He makes it look like. See, I Eiffel that's Tower right with there. Herb over there. Oh, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's that's the gross comparison that they make. But yeah, I that's, see. That's, that's I see. But our goal is definitely to make our game. Eiffel Tower. That's that's, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know, and, and then knock it down. No, uh, is to make it. <laughs> Uh, less complicated. This is an all ages show. I just want to point yeah, out. Yeah. You know. They told me PG 13 so. earlier, so yeah. <laughs> yeah we, Shame we, on you. <laughs> we, we do want to make this more accessible. So the idea is yeah, so Netrunner is an incredibly complex game, and we have found ways. We've t- tested it a number of times at various uh, conventions nearby. Like uh, we went to TempleCon down in Rhode Island, we went to. Uh, uh, Boston, uh, Boston Pfig. No, we were, Boston we were there. there. Oh, really? We yeah. hosted the ceremony. That's awesome. Thank you for sticking around and watching us. No, I went to the they party. They kicked after. us out. They wouldn't let us stay. Yeah. It was that too. No. But I went to the party yeah. afterwards. I yeah. actually remember checking out your game at the um, that convention. I think almost a year ago, or just about a year ago, it was in uh, Warwick, Rhode Island. Yeah, that's Temple Con. That's Temple Con. That's yeah. yeah. That's the one. I, uh, that's right. I didn't get the opportunity to actually play the game, but I did watch the game being played. Awesome. Uh, it. Well, I, I can't really say much because it's been a year, so I kind of forgot been. most of it. it has so. been, yes. that's okay. I'm certain it, it changed a lot too it, since it then. It has. Um, the core mechanics are still the same, but yeah, the the art has like really ramped up. The look of it, it looks completely different. And it blows me away when I I was telling her this morning. When you are, if you try ever do a Kickstarter by yourself, it is a nightmare. There is no way I could possibly see this happening. But when I wake up at, at any given day, I can see part of our project move forward, and that is a, a brilliant thing to see. That everyone on the on the team is just moving, and that's really inspiring for us. But yeah, the game is supposed to be much more accessible, and we can get games down to like eight to ten minutes, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a half-hour magic match. The first game you play does take like half an hour. You have to just get the game's uh, concepts down. But once you're there, they're really quick, uh, and I like that. And people, it started off way too complex, and we got a lot of feedback. And we changed it, and people look at it, and we've got what was it? We had one guy that was like one kid who was like 13 came in and was like got this and just ran with it um, that's nice yeah I, I, like, I like it when they just get it is it is it designed to be a game where you have uh, best of you know best of three best of five or is it meant to be played in one one match because of the speed I usually view it as a one as a one time thing but because of the speed of it mostly most of the people who sat down to play it uh, especially at, at TempleCon wanted to keep playing and just do the, the, the two of three thing which I think is brilliant and her campaigns are uh, uh, best of five would be the campaign mode uh, for season one, and then 
hopefully over time we can uh, grow the the campaign in future expansions as well. So basically, three or uh, more bomb fights. (laughs) All right. So okay. So you've got the um, you've got the solid influence there. You've got obviously um, audience approval and you've been getting a good response. Where (laughs) can cats actually check this out? That's all you. Um, so we are on Twitter <laughs> at Bad Captain Games. Uh, we're also on on Facebook at uh, you know, Facebook blah 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 dot com uh, slash Bad Captain Games. Um, our website is also badcaptaingames.com. You may notice the trend there. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Iron Aaron, and uh, this guy is on Twitter at Rule of Three, but has a zero instead Three of a, an O. Yeah. yeah. All right, and also you dropped like four hours ago. A Kickstarter. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we are planning on kickstarting next week, right before PAX. Right. Um, we will be yeah. at PAX uh, in Excited the the tabletop section of the uh, indie tabletop mega booth. Yeah, um, we got so in. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so if you also got into PAX and would like to check us out, uh, please do so. We will be there Friday through Sunday, all day. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And CaptainGames.com. Check them out. Also, uh, all the links uh, to social media and the like are on the site. Oh, uh, So you can follow them there. Uh, stop and get the lowdown on zero sum. All right, guys. Thank, thank you very much for joining us. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for inviting us. Yeah. This was all the fun so far. Cool. Um, also, if you have any information, uh, additional questions for them, etc., again, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Yeah. But now, I want to hear about this movie, this motion picture that everybody's been talking about called Get Out. Because mm-hmm. you all got to check this out. I didn't because I was sick. And I'm heated. Because this movie, <laughs> uh, as someone currently in an interracial relationship, uh, touches a little close to home for me. So I'm like, <laughs> that, I don't know that if I, I don't know if I'm joke. It was like, Pat's sick. Oh, forget you, man. Wow. It's a little too close to home for Pat. (laughs) Forget all of them. These are my people, too. All right, we're talking about... They all got mad at me because I said it. It was like, come on, Jay. Yeah, you of all people, my brother. Yeah, me of all people. Yeah. All right, well, before we go into too, like, personal information, we're talking about Jordan Peele. Um, Noted comedian Jordan Peele's first uh, Mm -hmm. venture into screenwriting, and this is Mm -hmm. not a comedy. It's actually a horror film called Get Out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so you want to give us a slowdown. What uh, was good, what was bad? Yeah, I'm not the only one that saw it. You say you saw it too, right? You saw it too, John? Yeah, I saw it, yeah. All right, so be down and dirty. Um, Jordan Peele calls it a social thriller? Um, which is really interesting. So it's like a psychological thriller, but he calls it a social thriller because of the social issues that come out of it. I mean, just real down and dirty. Um, interracial couple, black guy, white young woman. Um, she brings him home to be her parents. Um, and just it goes left real fast <laughs> when he brings her home because he he knew he exited the box like, hey, um, does your parents know I'm black? No, they don't. Red flag popped up, but he kept pushing. Yeah, that's uh, real. Like, why is that not understood? They need to know this. I don't care how understanding you think they are. You don't just like you know spring that situation on anybody. No, you don't. No, never. From experience. Uh, from experience. Sadly, from experience, you do not just like spring that on them. Uh, but um, but yeah, especially it, if they it, got it, guns. It went left again me. from experience. And, and that's one actually one of the, that's actually one of the interesting pieces of it. I mean, might just go. I mean, that's all I'm gonna give you because I don't want to ruin the movie for you. You just need to go see it. Um. Just a side note, deep dive. I mean, this movie's also got a lot of backlash, despite the fact that it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's really big. For it to hit wow. 100%. Yeah, very few movies actually make on, it. On Rotten Tomatoes. It's huge. With over 100 reviews. Exactly. So this yeah. isn't like 10 that say 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing movie, but it did get some backlash, specifically because of that reason you mentioned. Because it, um, because it does bring out so um, ins- um, things that are insensitive mm-hmm. um, when it comes to black-white relations. Um, and I think one of the reasons why it got backlash is because 
because just that remark you said, the notion of, uh, you know, bringing, bringing black guy home to the white parents with a shotgun. Everybody assumes that, oh, only um, only rednecks from the South. So she had been like a Southerner from Kentucky. I read it a okay, but he's getting a lot of backlash because it's a lily white family from like New England. Mm-hmm. So it's like liberals. So I think that's where the backlash is because there's assumption mm-hmm. that, oh, if it was an interracial couple and this notion of not understanding and a thriller aspect of it was because it's right next to the South, then that's acceptable. They're from Alabama. Of course, they're going to be that way. But because it's lily white folks from New England who's supposed to be more progressive in understanding, yeah, those folks are pissed and angry at this movie. Like, this is racist. But right. it's interesting because the rest of America is like, no, not really. This is actually a pretty good movie. And it's getting 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's it's interesting. I absolutely we loved it. Uh, I'm gonna stop talking. Hear my other two brothers yeah, say about yeah. it. You know, <laughs> quiet over there. I had nothing on? to add, to be honest with you. Adam with this, like, with this the yeah, string yeah. Of, of, of Polynesian girlfriends in his history there. Yeah. And he's kind of keeping that Yeah, up. I mean, I don't want to really... Uh, you gave the bare bones of it, and I think that's uh, good enough. I would mm-hmm. definitely... Uh, the, the most important thing is to kind of go in with a clear head and not give too much away, so I would mm-hmm. just say that much. Well, give us a little bit then, man, because I want to know... Like, nah. you, you of all people look very hard on movies, and I want to know what really, like, you know, mesh with you here without going into... Like, no, I, that's because I can't. That's, that's, it, it, that's what I'm right. saying. It's, I, it's I, hard. I, I cannot. But what about performances? I mean, who really shown in this one? Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was spot on. Okay, okay. Pretend you're not, like, trolling me, because actual people are listening to this for information. There, there are some things that you can uh, talk about in this movie that doesn't give away anything. Like, for instance, uh, this movie... So I was coming in expecting... I'm a huge horror movie fan, and mm-hmm. I was expecting something along the lines of uh, horror, psychological horror, right around mm-hmm. there. Uh, but what threw me off was that it had variation. Mm-hmm. It had variety in sort of... Uh, and it was quick. It would, it would transition to, like, oh, this is going to be the, the funny scene. This is going to be the scary scene. And it would go quick and mix and match them, and it wouldn't feel out of place yeah, at I, all. There was, it was getting labeled. It's like, oh, it's not a straight-laced horror film. Like, I, people do that because they don't want to get, like, pigeonholed into one thing. Like, oh, he's mm-hmm. just a horror director or something like that. So they say, oh, but it, it's a bigger message, and it has all these other aspects. It just means it's a good movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It means he has chops to make a good movie, and he can hit a bunch of different points without... You're right. You're like going. I'm just this. I'm just that. Like he has a. He's fluid with what he's presenting to you. So he's definitely uh, proved himself. That I think that's the biggest thing I can give you. That he is a a very first rate director, Jordan Peele. You know what I mean? I didn't think he'd be uh, right out the box this good, but uh, he yeah, is absolutely too, so. Because I know him as a comedian, but only as a comedian, and it's usually touch and go when people try to extend outside their genre. You know, I, mean, I, I called. Um, uh, 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 Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, doing dramatic yeah. work. Yep, yep. You know, I remember a that. Prime example. I mean, it's, it's one of those sort of things where there are comedic elements in there, but it's not completely over the top. It's just little nuances that were in there. I mean, for those individuals who grew up like myself in an African-American household where watching horror movies are par, par for the course of screaming at the TV, um, that definitely <laughs> yeah. happened. Um, I mean, I went, to the, I went to a screening of it last week before it dropped um, nationwide, and it was a really good screening. It was a um, very diverse crowd, but it was definitely a little heavy, heavier on the um, black and brown side. And without a <laughs> doubt, um, there were times in which folks were screaming at the, at the screen. And I mean, to the point oh, okay, where that's... I screamed at the screen. I mean, hear me out all the way. Right. Well, no, There's a point where I, 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 I saw you in the movie, he's yelling at a TV for no reason. No, like the people in the theater are like, what are you doing? Get out! What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I want to give a shout out to my girl Erica, who literally had to put her arm on me because I'm screaming. Awesome. At one point, I screamed, what are you doing? Expletive. Like, stay on task. Like, he, at, one point, at one point, he's trying to get out. And uh-huh. he like, oh, what's over there? And he goes and looks, which you know what 
horror movie tropes. Nah, you, you, don't, you don't look. Yeah. You don't go somewhere you don't need to go. Your past. jobs get out. So he licks. He's like, oh, let's go check this out. I'm like, what are you doing? Say old Taz, get out! And I'm jumping. Maybe they out. named it that way so you didn't have to yell it. Yeah, Pretty much, like, we understand. Like, yeah. Oh. And the best part about it is, is that at the end of the movie, one of our buddies, E Nig, who's a friend of the show. He overhears um, an, an older white guy say, you know what? That was a great movie experience. That's the only I want to see a movie just like that. Just like that whole experience of people who are so engaged in it mm-hmm. that they're yelling. It wasn't disturbing yelling, but, you know, when the horror music's hitting and you're like, oh, my God, he's going to make it. You can hear Butters like, he better make it. He's going to go, <laughs> run, dude, run. It's like, you just run, run. It was really engaging in that sort of way that you're on the edge of your seat and you're right, it kind of ebbs and flows. All right. um, so you say the, that. Now, uh, as somebody who hasn't seen that, that sounds like um, more, it make more of like a mystery science theater three thousand effect to me, and that would kind of take away from the horror if if I'm there and there are people like cracking jokes and stuff. I, I would between. say don't look at it as a horror film, yeah. but if you go at it thinking like I want a good horror film, you're not going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But it brings more to the table. It does. Uh, I praised a, a movie uh, I don't know like a year ago called The Hollow. Uh, because of its pacing, mm-hmm. this movie does a way better job of pacing than mm-hmm. that one did. It's just spot mm-hmm. on. There's never a dull moment in this movie. There's always something interesting going yes. on, mm. and I it the movie was like an hour and forty minutes long oh, or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I, it seemed like it was way quicker because there was so much stuff going on. But I was surprised when I heard it was an hour forty. I'm like, wow, hour forty? Like, that was longer or seemed shorter. Seems shorter. It, it seems just, shorter because it's so well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was going quick. You're never like you're never lingering on on something. How there'd be like a scene it'd show a shot of like uh, I'm just talking movies in general. Show a shot of like trees for like twenty seconds. Like all right, whatever. Scenic shot. There's none of that. It's just mm-hmm. all, all of it's intentional. All of it's on mm-hmm. purpose. It it all fits into place. Okay. Well, then Adam, as a uh, as a uh, suspense and horror movie uh, aficionado. Would you say this is better or worse than the 1987 uh, uh, classic Deathbed? I don't know. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen it's, Deathbed? It's, what? It's, it's good, I, though. Go check it out. That's you all said I, I, I called you an aficionado. Uh, no, no, okay, so you're, saying, so you're saying it's good. This does earn your seal of approval. Yes. Yeah. Well, when I right. went to go and check it out on Friday, it was, uh, it was packed. We went on the 8, the eight o'clock showing. And it was actually sold out. It oversold. <laughs> there were people that are actually sitting on the floor uh, in the theater, willing like to that. willing to watch it. And uh, you know, amazing. my girlfriend and I were like, "Now nah, we need to watch. We need to sit down and watch this proper." So we actually came back at like, the ten like, o'clock in order watch to watch fire it. Fire hazard. We lingered for two mm-hmm. hours just so, so we could get proper seats to watch this movie. Like, it's not BS you. Adam, Adam not giving you enough. He's absolutely right. Like, there's really nothing else we can't say. I feel like I already gave him too much right now. Like, tell you he almost went on the side quest. Like, like you, right. okay. it's that good. I mean, if that story doesn't sell it, of folks showing up and sitting, sitting in, in, sitting in, 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 in the hallway, yeah. it's, see it, man. I'm, see I'm, it. I'm walking there, trip over some dude's girlfriend, and it'll be a real horror in the situation. All right, then I'm talking about get out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so, okay, so get out. You're saying see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. See it. Right, thumbs up. Yep. Uh, all around? Yeah, but absolutely. All around, two thumbs up. Crazy. All right, cool. Again, anything to say about that? I cannot stress it enough. Geekdownradio at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. But now it's time to say goodbye to James and all his friends. Peace. Am I seat no, Um No, thank you for joining us for another episode of Geek Down here on WMF Radio. I want to thank Black Adam Willis. Yep. I want to thank Just Johnny. Yo. Want to thank J.M. the Thriller Priest. Peace, peace. Orange Juice James. Yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to thank Tom. Thank you very much. And Martha. 
Uh, <laughs> pleasure as always. And Frost from Black Captain Game. Bad, Bad Captain, Captain Games. Games. <laughs> Go to Black Captain Games. <laughs> you can buy this show and our game. A little yeah. different. Little different. Bad Captain Games. We're hoping to do the second. We're hoping to do the second company. You know, Cabin Boy. But yeah, it's a. Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. For you older. I haven't said a first bit. Gamers. <laughs> Captain <laughs> First Mate. And DJ Herbie Herb, my man. All right, and I want to remind you all, you can catch us every Monday nights right here on WMFRadio.com or on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. You can also hit us up on social media. We're on SoundCloud, geek-down. We're on iTunes, if you search The Geek Down, first ones that come up. We're on YouTube. We're all over the sucker. Instagram. And if you go to our bio page right on Twitch or on the uh, WF site, all the social media links are right there. Hit us up on social media, too, and let us know what you think. But until then, we'll catch you all Monday nights, 9 p.m. right here. Same bat time. Same bad channel. And until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Peace. WMF. 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 Hey, it's the Geek Down. This is Pat B, and I'm in the house with. Brother Priest. <laughs> All right, cool. You know what's up, man? I'm tired of these weak ass headphones, dude. It's been a long time since we actually had some clear sound. You know what I'm gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm gonna go to tweakedaudio.com, get us some like actual working, legit products. Okay. All right. Anyone knows tweakedaudio.com? You can actually go there and get good headphones that work at a decent price. All right. All right. Actually, dig this, man. I know this is like a plug. It's obvious, but dig it. We have a uh, relationship with Tweak that gets you all. That's right, you listening audience, thirty uh, percent off if you oh, use the oh, code oh. W E. EMF when you go to tweakedaudio.com. 30%. That's right, right? All right. That's nice, right? That's real nice. Dungeon, That's yeah. pretty good, man. I like that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Once again, the code is WEMF. Use that and tell them we sent you. It's tweakedaudio.com. Check them out and then thank you from the geek down. Peace. <laughs>